and welcome and double welcome yo 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 hi welcome to ReCW, your weekly journey into the world of extreme from episode one all the way to 401 you've got myself paul and i'm joined as always by griff and jay as we look at ecw episode 99 which was from the 14th of March, 1995. What an episode. Um, Yeah, something like that. So this is all a bit new, Someone isn't built it? A time machine. Yeah. Someone built a time machine. I, I, I get one week where I'm stuck on the phone listening to the, the rotten debate and you move home and everything. This is all very weird. <laughs> we have got a new home. We are over on Anchor now. And everywhere that you've been listening to us previously, so that's good. Yeah, we still um, most places. I think so it shouldn't affect too much. It just makes life a little bit easier for us. Did, makes it cushy. Did you get a refund on your tickets in the end? Um, I, I I did. Um, uh, I had to argue with a lot of people, but it's okay because they're going to send me a check um, signed by by Paul Heyman. Oh, um, so that works. Um, uh, and uh, I got to listen to the, the the debate between Ian and Axel Rotten uh, whilst on hold, which was uh, hugely interesting. Um, you know, it was, it was some really, really good points made. Um, you know, Ian's points were very much about how Axel is an unwanted bastard. Um, and Axel's point was how he's the smartest of the two. Um, and I'm really glad that I, I dialed in and spent all that money listening to it because it's the kind of stuff that you're not going to get anywhere else unless you've gone into the hotline and listened to it live there. Boom. I didn't have any credit on my phone, so I couldn't call. <laughs> I wanted to call. I just did, didn't. I didn't get the bill payers' permission. My parents wouldn't let me call. <laughs> parents are wise people. Parents of animals. Um, let's start the show. Um, uh, Griff, you start off with your mates, so you might as well talk about them. Well, yeah, well, we started off with Paulie Dangerously and Joey Styles. No, I didn't. Um, yeah, it did. No, I didn't. My first note on this is public enemy, erg. Because yeah. the first thing we have is public enemy mucking around. Talking about a party. Oh. I apologise. Yes, they, they are talking about party and they've got a contract to be signed. Yeah, it turns out it's not parties. They're talking about parties in a contract. It's hilarious. That was pretty fun. That's why I said you start well, off the do. show. Because we're talking about public <laughs> I enemy. would do. Yeah, sorry. So yeah, it starts on party enemy. They have a contract in their hands for a three-way dance for the tag team championship. And they've got to try and find some signatures. Yay. Then it cuts to Joey Styles and Paulie Dangerously. It does. Yeah. Paulie Dangerously kissing his mobile phone and mimicking everything. I was quite impressed about how he mimicked everything that Joey Styles said. Yeah, it just just came across as if he wasn't having any of it. He was just bored of all of that shit and not having a single inch of it. And then the public enemy come on and ask for signatures, which Paulie Dangerously had no problem signing. 911 was that they actually they let 911 talk, which didn't know it was a massive mistake or not. Yes. <laughs> it was a mistake. Yes. Or... 
I don't know if public if nine one one was due to talk in that one. I think he's taking it upon himself to to try and expand his role, um, knowing that he's got what was it, Big Al in the future. Yeah. Um, so I think he's trying to kind of expand his role out slightly. Um, one thing Paulie did say was talking about how Sabu and Taz were uh, going after the the Malenko and Benoit. Um, yeah. Uh, he was explaining how uh, Taz can outshoot the shooter, which just starts feeling as if it's a very complicated thing. Double shoot, you shoot. Yeah. So he can, he can outreel the real real, although they haven't up to this point because they're not real, but they are real. But he can. Yeah. He just yeah. chooses not to. Yet. Yeah. Um, then we get to... Two Cold Scorpio versus Guerrero. Hector not Guerrero. Eddie, not Eddie, like we were expecting. It's Hector. Who knew he was in ECW? I don't know if Hector did. I thought this was Eddie. I thought this was actually Eddie Guerrero. No, it's Hector. Hector. Oh. Which would be why it looked as if the network was playing in slow motion when this match was on. Because <laughs> yeah, Hector, I mean, right? Quick, pleasant. Yeah, he was. He was um... It was a different stage of his career. But, um, yeah, no. <laughs> the the slow stage of his career. Yeah, slow, the slow ECW stage. Yeah, I was surprised he was here. I didn't know he was here. I didn't know Dean Malico's brother was in there. All his little hidden gems. None of these turn up on the Bulldog. 10 wrestlers you never knew were in ECW. It will Stone do when we Cold, do our list. Stone Cold Steve Austin. No, everyone knows he was in ECW. Taz. No, everyone knows Taz was in ECW. Did Hector do enough to make your Mount Rushmore for next week? Find out next I week. suppose we have to find out, don't we? Find out oh, next your week. Tease. Your filthy, filthy tease. The question is, didn't he do enough? I thought he kicked out after two and the referee still called it a three. Did it's the um, ECW arena screw job. It was it was Hector going into business for himself. And even the recap cut off Hector screwed Hector before the Hector third uh, the third count. So you couldn't see that Hector actually fucked over Scorpio and kicked out on two. Reba. Cheeky. No job. Underlay, underlay. Reba. And then, uh, and then we're back to Public Enemy. Yeah. Who aren't Speedy Gonzalez because they're standing in exactly the same place and apparently that doesn't help find people. But they have that has let them nick Joey Styles' watch and wallet. Oh yeah, and see <sighs> those cheeky thieves. And the, yeah, then they nicked um, what do you call it, Paulie Dangerously's mobile. Yeah, and probably. starts calling someone who we're not sure and asking them what they're wearing. Sam, Sam, Sam has wife. Peaches. Oh. So yeah, that was them again. We then get the franchise, Shane Douglas. Now, Paul, I'm, I'm assuming you've dialed into this to find the answer to the question that they set. I have, I have. So he's in a car, basically turns around and says, the city's so good, they named it twice. New York, New York. Let's find out why the franchise is out in town tonight on the hotline. Ha <laughs> That weird, awkward laugh he does. And uh, yeah, he's out on the town. And the... The message came up, is the franchise leaving ECW? Apparently he's going back to school. I don't know what that means. 
Well, well, we'll reference that in a little while. Oh. Um, promo by Ian Rotten. Yeah. Pro- promo by Axel Rotten. Yeah. Well, it might I have all the gripe. stuff that I've just paid all the money to hear on the hotline. <laughs> yeah. My main oh. gripe with this feud is I feel like this feud hasn't even got going, but I'm made to believe that I'm halfway through it. Yeah. And also, okay. it's the, the super bloodiest thing ever in the world from the jump. So, you know, we, we've, we've not seen any of the matches yet, apart from the highlights of this one. And the highlights of this one already are a barbed wire baseball bat and too extreme for anywhere else in the country. And you're kind of sitting there going, if that's your first match... Yeah. Where do you go from here? Yeah. And the answer is, I know where they go from here, and it's, it's brutal. But... That had to be your starting point. Barbed wire baseball bat is, is where you start from. Just feels a bit rotten, really, don't it? Oh. Um, I, knew, I knew you'd do that. The, uh, the, the, the English accents, bearing in mind they're both from Newcastle, England, are um, fairly poor, aren't they? I'm good at bottling the nose. I mean, maybe not as poor as that one. It's going to be a bloodbath. <laughs> It's like you've never watched Biker Grove. Oh. My impression's spot on. It's their accents that's bad. I'm just doing an impression of their accent. Oh, okay. It might just be my hearing. Yeah. Face rotten. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so um, Axel is the philosopher who is clo- quoting Plato and using some hugely big words. So it's amazing what... Uh, because, you know, I, I know Axel from the run near the end of ECW and into the WWE. So I know the, uh, you know, daddy as every third word, Axel Ross. Um, and all I can surmise is if this is his intelligence and his IQ and his, 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 um, conversational skills at this point, uh, you know, Chris Nowinski and the lot don't need to continue to research CTE and brain trauma because we can see what, the, the chair shots over the next few years do to Axel Rotten. Yeah. He's just using that random is. words. I'm coming after you, platypus. <laughs> um, this ain't no one I'm out of beer. <laughs> In quotes, highlights of the interview last week from Public Enemy. I have to quote because yep. I don't view it as a highlight. This is this is the bit where it all starts getting very weird in a timey-wimey kind of way. It's when we come down in the wheelchair. Yeah. So all of this occurred on February the 25th. Now, we're yeah. watching the 14th of March episode. And all of this occurred on the February 25th episode. And we get yeah. to see all of this unfold, which is them coming to the ring in the wheelchair. Dean Malenko and Benoit coming out. And attacking yeah. them, uh, yeah. which was which is you know on last week, and you talked about it last week. Then we had Sabu and Taz come out to make the save, and they're the champs. Yeah. So did you know? Did you know they were the champs when you first watched this? Only because Joey Styles told me that they were the champs. See, I never and got told that. me about I, Benoit I, I and Malenko winning. Just two episodes ago. But Mara and Malenko had the belt. They got the belts. I just assumed because Joe Styles did mention earlier on the show that 
we'll see footage of the title changing hands. I thought this is where Sabu and Taz win the belts back. Yeah, I, I thought Public Enemy got injured in the three-way match because it's too wild. Yep. And this was the rematch of the three-way match type thing. Yep. I thought I thought Public Enemy got injured when um, they got Sabu Paul, uh, powerbombed through Oh, the table. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And that's why he's in the wheelchair. That's why he's in the wheelchair. Yeah. Like, as he explained last week. Yeah. And then they go away. But it turns out all of that wasn't what it was because the, the, the promo we saw a few weeks ago where the triple threat had all of the titles, which was the TV just after this happened, because that was like the 27th or 28th of February. Um, right. But now, three weeks later, they're showing us the match, or two weeks later, they're showing us the match that made this happen, even though we thought we knew this had happened because we've already seen them with the belts because they put them on TV the week after with the belts. Yeah. It just feels like, and I've, I've, I've spoke about this offline with Paul, it just feels like that triple threat segment... Yeah, talk offline. They should have waited a month because... We're still getting, obviously, we'll come to it. Shane Douglas is at the moment still with like Cactus Jack. Well, yeah. I, I just, so, that triple threat thing makes even less and less points. And there's even more confusion. Again, we'll find out later on that Jason's in charge of <laughs> Benoit and Malenko. And it's like, what's, what's going on? It's just so confusing. Everything's so, confusing. Shane yeah, Douglas I mean, is out on a night on the town, but he's not. He's just with Cactus Jack out the back. Everything's although it might be leaving. Um, we'll 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 come back to the Shane because that that promo comes up at the end of the minute. Um, so you've got this huge match that they've built up for you know at least an episode, even though they've told you the ending and spoiled it two weeks ago. Um, of three of the hottest teams, six of the hottest wrestlers in. ECW as it stands at the moment and whilst yeah. they brawl on the outside the biggest chance and the biggest pop is for 911 choke slamming a referee yeah yeah and like the crowd are begging 911 to get involved yeah they're, they're there for 911 beating people up they don't care who and they don't care how they're there for 911 beating people up and it's at the cost of six people who are apparently killing themselves in a tag team championship match. Yeah. And this is also... So after this, we've got Benoit cutting a promo saying, public enemy, anytime you want, you know where we are. Daddy. Which is cool, apart from the entire episode has been public enemy not being able to find them to get the match that apparently they're not running from. Yeah. Well, he started off the whole segment in a wheelchair and then he kind of comes back out for some more beating. With the fake blood. T- um, 911 brings, obviously, halfway through the match. Um, Taz is in um, a leg a leg hold of some sort, which yeah, I thought he's was being pretty out so shot he, by the he's, shot. He's, he's, he's in a leg hold for about a good like four minutes while Benoit's stamping on the head and he still hasn't tapped, which I thought was a little bit like. Mm, probably could have tapped by now, but no, the answer is for 911 to carry him out of the arena for his own safety and let Sabu 
do a handicap numbers ma- numbers game. Yeah, until he runs back in to make the save. Yeah. Occasionally, occasionally uh, remembering just... that he's hurt a leg. Yeah, yeah, it's it's all very messy. Um, so, uh, flyboy flyboy Rocco Rock in the wheelchair said to Joe Joey Styles that there are only two reasons why people like him end up in a wheelchair, and I won't tell you which one. I don't know what any of that means. Well, I, I'm guessing this is a lot earlier than the film White Chicks, but it can't mean that. Because what year did White Chicks come out? What was work? I've not watched White Chicks. I haven't watched White Chicks. You've watched White Chicks? No. Okay. No, it's never made it to the top of well, my watch list. Pull the well, button. wheelchair thing. Oh, okay. I'll let, I'll let you. Anyone who's watched it probably know what I mean when it comes well, to. Explain it. I'll let you Google Spoilers it. for huh? whatever it was. Film. Tell us what what was in White Chicks. Well, Terry Crews, like whoever sleeps with Terry Crews, because he's um. Quite a, well a big guy. Um, ends up in a wheelchair. So, yeah, we'll go for well endowed. Um, I was in there for big guy. Uh, well endowed. And they end up in a wheelchair. So, I mean, you know, Public Enemy have... Um, Maybe Public Enemy influence white chicks. Public Enemy have, in their feud with the Bruise Brothers, suggested homosexual tendencies, albeit maybe only in prison. Could be it. Two people, two reasons why you're in a wheelchair. Terry and Cruz. Like <laughs> taken away from that, like me and Paul said, we thought last week, for the whole wheelchair thing, they are the public enemy. It was going to be a complete fake. Yep. I, get up, like, do you know what? The no, funny thing is, I thought that last week when I watched back on last week, and I thought that again this week, even though it's the same fucking thing. I was still waiting for him to pop yeah. up and whack it, rather than yeah. just kind of sit there like you, you like, Driving Miss Daisy. Hmm. Gosh, you're so mental. New champs. <sighs> yeah, I mean, wild match, decent match, crazy match. Watch the match. Um, it's a good match. Yeah, it's a really good match, but it just it just got confusing because it was about four weeks later than it should have been. Yeah, so that kind of like threw you off. You kind of left more like oh, then going oh wow, what a match. But um, yeah, Dean Malenko and Chris Benoit won the tag team belts again. Which is a shock unless you saw them with the belts two weeks ago. Yeah, they won them for the first time again. So that happened. Um, How do you like my contract? Yeah, so we then get a public enemy promo with Jason. Jason is, like like Griff said, apparently still in charge of Dean Malenko. The power of attorney is what they what they called yep. it. Um, so obviously that they're, they're being all nice to Jason, all nice to sign it. I did, I did like it when obviously Jason comes back and he said, "I'm not going to sign it. I'm not an idiot." And they completely turn on him like, "You better sign it, boy!" <laughs> and they shove it down his mouth. Yeah, right. So, okay. So, if I go along with the lines of of he's got power of attorney of Malenko which somehow gives him power of attorney over Benoit, therefore has the right to yeah. sign this contract to make the deal. And the entire thing has been about getting these pieces, these signed on this, this precious piece of paper so that they can get the contract. Yeah. Why yeah. would you make him eat the contract that you need signed so that you can get the match that you've spent all that time running around trying to get people to sign that very precious piece of paper? 
Very true. They've never had never had awards for brains, really, though, have they? Well, yeah. I've never given an award for entertainment, but um... I have to give many awards. Worst tag team of the year. Yeah, I might have to give them that one. I think Griff gave him best tag team of the year. Best everything best of the year. Best promos. I don't know. The, the other team about to jump in, probably the worst. So the pit bulls appear. <laughs> I love the pitbulls. They're so fucking dumb. Um, it's just the fact that uh, do we call him Pitbull One? Yep. Yeah, it's just the scream. Yeah, it just doesn't yeah, know how he is, to do it. He's officially calm. Pitbull One. Everyone's Pitbull Two. Yeah, Pitbull Two just stands there and finishes the odd line. He, he, he's not trusted to say anymore. Yeah, so Pitbull One's basically they're just screaming and saying that they want the tag team titles, and Jason's just like, "Yeah, sweet." See, I loved that as an afterthought. Because my entire thing all the way through is you've just run in and you've beaten up the public enemy because they've demanded a title shot. And you've saved Jason and beaten up the public enemy because they want a title shot. And Jason can give them a title shot, but he won't give them a title shot. So they've beaten up public enemy. And all the way, all, all the way through of this, I'm thinking, yeah, but Jason could give you a tag team title shot at any time. Why, why are you okay with... And almost as an afterthought, they kind of go, oh, yeah. And and we we want to take him Joe, but up until that, it's all about how this is the house that Public Enemy built, and we've thrown you out of the house that Public Enemy built. A bit like the house that AJ Styles built. ACW did it first. They did with the Public Enemy. The house that the Rottens built. The Rockers. Rottens. Oh. And the Pitbulls are the badasses. Fair so the match it. since their last match. No. They're so desperate to stay as a tag team, they had another match since. After destroying the the family of the Rottens, they destroy the family. The good rotten family name. Oh, good lord! There we go. The promo by Shane Douglas, who's obviously back, and Kaki Jackie, my favourite. <laughs> uh so Shane Douglas here with with. Um, going back to his promo about is he leaving and he's going to school and classes and all the rest of it. He starts this talking about being a student of history and teaching history. Yep. Which was very interesting because that's another teacher theme throughout. Hope this doesn't turn into anything. Um, (laughs) Uh, Did you know, I didn't know that um, Shane Douglas won the NWA title and threw it down and spat on it. It's never been brought up before. Yeah, I've never seen the footage. Yeah, that was that's a new bit you, in his promo. You think if you did something like that, you'd talk about it once in a while. Yes, I've never, never, never mentioned for at least seven days. But impressive. I didn't know Ooh. that that Terry Funk was due to be in that tournament. Didn't turn up. Is Funkin busy? His double cross ranch. <laughs> I've got Damn to much. feed my horses and my alpaca. Or is it a llama? <laughs> Make your choice at Zazzle.com. <laughs> People have been making their choices. Well, you know, team Alpaca. It's been happening. At the moment, Alpaca's winning. Don't turn it back on the Alpac. Yeah, at the moment, Alpac's winning. But, yeah. It's because it's the red and black Alpac attack. <laughs> really cute. attack. Um, yeah, Cactus Jack basically turns around and says he won't take Funk's picture down, but he'll take him down. Stuff like that. And then just start screaming he doesn't have a liver. <laughs> he doesn't have a liver! 
I'm assuming that he doesn't have a liver, but I don't know what that's got to do with anything apart from the fact that the Cactus Jack seemed to think this was the most hilarious thing in the world. Sure, he could make a postman being a good donor because they always live a joke in there somewhere. <laughs> it needs to be a work, but it can happen if you believe enough. Do you think, do you think he believes in live or let die? I mean, should we just let that run? I mean, how's it? <laughs> yeah, so they're back. Yeah, the sound is weird. It keeps, the sound keeps going out now and again. <laughs> must, be this, must be this train tunnel I'm going for. Must, must be the connection. Yeah. So, right, um, so yeah, they, they talk about stuff, don't they? Yeah. They're ready. Now, now timey-wimey weirdness. In this promo, they announce, Shane Douglas makes clear that the Cactus Jack beat down and him running to the rescue and saving it yeah. was also on the 25th of February. Yeah. So the same show that Benoit and Malenko won the belt. Which means the promo that they cut as the triple threat with all four titles yeah, was after. is after he's done the babyface save yeah. that they're now talking about. Mm-hmm. It's all very confusing. So I was, it was weird enough when he did this, you know, the save and then last week's promo, very babyface promo, after cutting the triple threat promo. But to find that he's done all of that before cutting the triple threat promo, yeah. I'm starting to worry there's some sort of personality disorder. <laughs> Yeah, it's weird. maybe maybe there's maybe there's two Shane Douglases. The two faces of Douglas could be double Doug. One's one is actually leaving ECW and one staying. There's double the dynamic Douglas. dude Douglas, trained in the same New Jersey gym as as Cactus Jack, and then the, the franchise. Though. If he did have a brother, though, what would he be called? Dean, maybe. Interesting. Um, Doug, Doug, Dean. So, it's just Dean. So, right, we'll, we'll, when we get there, we'll, we'll send you over to the, the relevant. Oh, I know who Dean Douglas is. Another one of those yeah, brother. tunnels again. Um, um woman, <laughs> I can hardly explain. <laughs> <laughs> So a woman just appears on the screen and says that she used to manage this and hold up, up four fingers. fingers. And says that Shane Douglas wishes he were part of this. Then her fingers point down. Then they re-emerge in the three fingers. She goes, but now you're with this. And they go down again and it comes back and she's just showing a middle finger. And goes, <laughs> I was expecting it, but it never happened. I kind of saw it coming, yeah. I did. I was going to dip it down. I go, now we live with this. Fuck you, Shane. <laughs> We're coming for you. But uh, yeah, it was all right. It wasn't one of women's strongest promos. No, Funky she's been doing really well up until now, and this one was a bit shit. Yeah, and Funk and Sandman walked in, didn't they? They did. Yeah, they just, yo. And then Terry Funk oh. told us some stories. 
Yeah, someone relevant. Milking and a donkey again, or something. This weird kind of face style, you know, promo from Terry Funk about franchise being a liar. Which you're a liar. You're a liar. You're a liar. You said it was a liar, I was an alpaca. Um which is odd because I think Terry Funk's the heel, although he's cutting the face promos. I, I don't think you can do face or heel with ECW anymore. I think there's, there's part of me that thought Cactus Jack was a heel. Well, he's, he's, he's making jokes about the guy's medical condition and him not having a liver. That's it. How can you live with comments like that? Oh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh. Come on, not this close to Easter. Oh, that, that joke was just organic. Woman. <laughs> oh. Oh. So, yes, that's all happened. That was the end of Do you think he comes out to live or let die? Oh, you want to evade that joke, you? I know, I was, I was hoping for a second time it might actually catch. I think Sandman comes out to enter Sandman. Oh, wait, it does. <laughs> I don't get the game. Live her alone. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, that was I don't have a liver Cactus You son of a bitch Her mother's a whore How's your son Cactus But um, Yeah I don't know it was alright it? It, it was a confuffle of an episode If I hadn't <laughs> seen it I would have been alright It feels like a good episode that's two weeks later and it was due to air. Yeah. Where the fuck's Tommy Dreamer? Um, They'd have a sit-down interview with him before, break down everything that happened in the world, and now no one gives a shit about his opinion. I think, I think he went to that classroom that Raven was in, but he's not been able to get out from that desk. Interesting. Who was the teacher in that Raven classroom? Dean Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a D. But... um. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. It's yeah, as I said, it just feels as if it's next week. Though, it was a it? really good show that was meant to be two weeks ago. Next week's looking like a good show, though. Dean Malenko defends the ECW TV title against Two Cold Scorpio. Two Cold Scorpio. There's there's a few title changing hands over the next four or five episodes. Yeah. Don't you spoil it for me. Next week. Don't also, you spoil it for me. I spoiled it for myself just looking at the descriptions. <laughs> so <laughs> the next week is also episode 100, which means we're doing our new Mount Rushmore of the last 25 episodes. Who's made it? Who are the top four? Tully Blutchard. Maybe. Maybe not. So, um, yeah, this is going to be interesting. I think it's a lot harder than usual. I think so. But spoilers, one of them has asked you to give your, your soul to God and his ass to you. Oh. Your ass to him. Oh, DC Heisenberg, what his name was. Mate, the young DC dragon's Drake. got a shoe in, right? Yeah, DC Drake's him. Um, and also, yeah, leave the memories alone. That's all I'm going to say. That's something else that happens. Oh, Rick Flack on it. It's, it's bigger. It's, it's, it's a tearjerker. Oh. Yeah. 
So I want to leave it. Uh, thank you very much for listening. We are on Anchor. That's our new home, as well as iTunes and everywhere else you can find us. Stitcher. That's our main place. If you actually go over to Anchor, you can actually leave us voice notes. That's the thing. And we can hear them and play them on the show. Just search Sports Arena. Send us a voice note about ECW. Yeah, tell us what you thought. We'll include them. Tell us what yeah. T-shirts you bought. Tell us whether you're llama or alpaca. We know you're alpaca. Some people are llama. No. I won't be a llama if they're a llama. Uh, yes, that's all. .co.uk or .com if you want to find out what this llama alpaca jazz is about for life. Show your pride. Represent. As we are getting there in the world of extreme and everything else. Um... Twitter and Instagram at underscore sports arena. We're always tweeting random stuff. Little bits ECW. We're always finding the cool ECW accounts on Instagram and sharing the stuff that they're doing as well as talking other stuff like AEW and WWE. 2019 stuff. And yeah. Where's Firefly Funhouse? Oh, the Funhouse. Oh, lot of fun. Prizes to be won. There's a real crazy show where anything will go. I feel like um, Jay's scrambling for lyrics to. I I don't. I my my phone is dead. I can't do it today. So um, oh. unless Griff has a poem that he wishes to. I think we should finish, well, finish off with Funhouse. Then we'll say goodbye, and you can do that. It's just the line from it. All right, I'm Paul. That's Jay. That's Griff. Thank you very much. We love you. Is Griff with Funhouse? Bye. Fun house prizes to be won. <laughs> just sing it. Just fucking sing it. It's a whole it's a whole lot of fun. Just sing it. You want me to sing it? Yeah. You can't this song's too good to speak. Fun house, a whole lot of fun. Prizes to be won. It's a real crazy show where anything goes. Fun house. A whole lot of fun. Prize to be won. If you really want to win, then you've got to fuck the. No, that's not right. It's not right, but it's not wrong. <laughs> Bye. Bye.